world is full of penny pitching politicians, campaign races for our power, not empowerment. Let's rise in Ferguson, fair skin to him and our skin. We articulate this conversation with intelligence. You stimulate the mind, give sight to the blind, kill time with the Good evening, you are welcoming, I'm welcoming you back to the underground, this is the Jones Underground Podcast. Um, forgive me for being a little late, um, today's show, we're going to really just focus not on the sports today, just more or less the story, you know, a few things kind of like going on, um, NFL, pretty much the same teams, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Cowboys are winning. Um, that was a good game. We'll get into that later this week about Lamar Jackson and um, Patrick Mahomes kind of had a little showdown, and that was impressive. <clears throat> a couple of backup quarterbacks stood out. Um, the the story that kind of took over the weekend was the Patriots cutting Antonio Brown, and I kind of want to get into that a little bit, not more or less on that story. You know, because we we all kind of get a sense of how that's going and the different directions we could take that. You know, as far as him being a uh, being accused of what he's been accused of and the story in Sports Illustrated kind of coming out. You know, because you know there's there's a hundred things that we could do, but the main thing that I want to focus on is uh, I guess me being a a father of. You know, two high schoolers, they went to their first homecoming, you know. I have to just say, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook at MightyO0221 or Afion Jones on Facebook or Twitter, MightyO221 on um, at Twitter, you, you see that the kids are getting big and, you know, they're getting in high school. I got one graduating. And you kind of got to teach them, you know, what it's about how to go about handling business. You know, the business is, you know, when, you, when you're teaching your kids how to hustle, when you're teaching your kids how to be successful and the, the thing you want to do, the thing you want is make the money. You know, yeah, you want to have joy and you want to do everything else, but you got to be able to support yourself to do that. So you always want to hustle rule one is get the money. You're out here hustling, whatever else. I'm working the job, working hard, whether you dig ditches or you talk on the phone. I've done it all. Um, step one, get the money. You know, when we look at his Antonio Brown situation and you look at how the Patriots cut him and you look at all the situations that went down with the Raiders and you look at, you know, kind of what happened with the lawsuits and stuff like that. We always talk about, you know, how how is the brother being portrayed. And, you know, a lot of this he kind of put on himself, in my opinion, as far as, like, the, the whole way that he handled the Raiders situation because you're making this amount of money guarantee, and I don't never count nobody's money, you know, because I'm too busy trying to get mine, you know, make my own, support my family, Raise my kids, you know, spend the time that I can with them. But, you know, there are some things that we do that we love to do. You know, I love to play music. I, sometimes I get paid for that. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I show up and play for free like I did, you know, this weekend. Went down on a, out of town and did a show. And, you know, I, I wasn't looking 
on my end, I wasn't getting paid. To me, it was like a free trip to Memphis. But, you know, but <clears throat> if you get paid to do what you love to do, which is play football in his case, you know, that's the money that you got to make. That's the things you got to do. I would never tell my kids that it's okay for you to not go to work. It's okay for you to, you know, now if there's stuff going on at work, you know, you're being, you know, picked on, bullied, whatever. You feel like you're being discriminated against, you know. God willing, get you another job. Do something else. But step one, you always, we all have worked the jobs that we didn't want to work. We all had to go into workplaces we didn't like, environments that, it wasn't exactly dangerous, but they wasn't exactly, you know, to our liking. And we had to do what it took to make the money. You know, don't go on social media. Don't be sending texts that could, you know, cost you your job or cost you your livelihood. You know, and we talk about how, man, this whole situation could be one thing or the next. There are a ton of athletes ton of athletes, rappers, entertainers, actors that were, you know, one day they got the gold toilet and they got the alligator outside in the pool and the next thing you know, the IRS taking everything they got, <laughs> you know, so you got to really watch your decision making before you go into the DMs asking somebody to come through, before you go on Facebook and message somebody like, hey, I want to see you, or what's up, what's good? You got to start looking at how is that going to affect my people? How is that going to affect what I got going on? You know, you don't want to let nothing get in the way of your livelihood, your money you making. And you got to make those decisions sometimes in the heat of I'm out late um, and I got to drive home type stuff. Or, you know, I got a situation, I'm married and I got this girl coming on to be pretty strong. Sometimes you got to learn how to do the right thing. And sometimes it ain't always a popular thing. And sometimes we do fall, but you have to learn how to get your decisions up in a way where it don't, where everything you do ain't costing you every time you look around, you know, you, you can't, you can't just do, it can't be all about me. You know, I have to think about, how does that affect the lady I'm with? How does it affect the kids that I'm trying to raise? How does it affect the family that I'm sitting in front of? You know, if, if I decide I'm not going to go to rehearsal or even worse, not a Sunday service, it's not about, I, it's, the money ain't the main issue is, you know, it's going to affect the what's going on in the church. It's going to affect the sound there and, and the, the music drawing people in is going to affect how people feel, you know, the music has that strong of a draw. And by me not being at my place in my station or my, by me being disconnected, just worried about I just want a Sunday off or something, you have to look beyond that, you know. And I'm not saying that's his situation, but just in general, tell my kids that you have to learn how to work ahead of yourself, learn how to know that this thing is bigger than you. And you can't think about just you when you are retweeting and Facebook living and and you have to watch what you portray, period. Not saying to let what other people say and think about you define you, never. But if you're putting the situation out there, then you have to kind of dial that. You have to look at that. Dial that back a little bit. You have to look in the mirror and know that am I comfortable with what I'm putting out here? And if not, then 
you know, we had to make a few changes. We had to do a few things a little different, you know. And I just, you know, I hope the brother gets back up. I hope the brother, you know, is successful. I hope that uh, we look up and and all the stuff is going away from him because you never want to see a brother go through all this. But sometimes you just got to put your phone down and <laughs> you got to just, you know, you got to weather that storm sometimes. You, got, you can't just speak on everything that goes down. I wish I could speak on everything that, you know, goes down to me and how all the stuff that I thought wasn't fair was going on. And I realized that as I tried to fight it, the harder I tried to fight, the more and more it fought back. And I, I realized that a lot of people just don't care. But when I let it go, things started coming around a lot quicker, a lot easier when I just let what everybody else was doing go and just take it on myself. Like, this is what I'm doing to me. This is what I have to do to get better. And, you know, I hate, you know, sometimes we have to be grown men, especially me being black and a minority and stuff. Sometimes, you know, we do look at ourselves as underprivileged, but we have to, we have to overcome that. Sometimes we have to be overcomers and in overcoming, we have to make the decision that I'm going to do better. I'm going to put myself in a better position and I'm not going to keep, you know, doing the things that put me in a situation where I'm taking a loss all the time or I'm taking the L, you know. So just want to bring it up just a little bit. <clears throat> In other news, we have a big fight coming up this weekend. I can't wait for it. Uh, Earl Spence and uh, Sean Porter. Now, in all our honesty, we're talking about some middleweights, talking about two of the best pound-for-pound guys. Earl Spence, we're looking for him to win this. But Sean Porter is not no pushover. Sean Porter will put his head in your chest and take your soul away from you if you don't stop him. You know, he is somebody that is a hard worker, notoriously hard worker. He's going 12 rounds with the best of them, and, you know, he's taking it out of some good fighters, you know? So, <clears throat> this is going to be one of the bigger fights of the year. You know, I was still waiting on um, Tyson Fury. I was still waiting on Canelo Alvarez. But this will be a really good, entertaining fight. I'm looking forward to sitting back and enjoying two of the classiest middleweights uh, getting the ring and and really show what the purity, two distinct styles. You got one guy who's completely technically sound. You know, he has all the skill. And you have another guy that has all the will who will, you know, come forward and, and, and take your ribs and take your legs out from under you. So... I can't wait to, you know, see how this thing turns out. I, I think Earl Spence is going to get this one, but I know it's going to be tough no matter what happens. Um, I want to uh, kind of go back a little bit on, you know, we went out of town. Um, I went with an artist, P. You heard her song in the background, Disappear. Um, it was weird because we went to a place called Bay Hala. Bahalia, Mississippi, I think it's called. We was hanging out in Memphis. And, um, you know, we went to this place, and it's probably one of the bigger crowds that I didn't play in front of myself. I don't play out a whole lot. 
But uh, to see the people there, you know, to see the, the promoters there, to see that we're in the middle of what we would consider nowhere, you know, places, country, is all get out. And they still doing underground hip hop. They still, you know, hitting the stage, man. They got their little rigged up sound system and the people are, you know, the people are so nice. They so happy that you came and they so they so complimentary, man. I was sitting outside just getting some air because it was kind of hot in the building and man, people just kept coming outside just asking and complimenting the sound and the way we played and you know, asking me to come back down there to work with them in Memphis. And I'm looking at them like, you know, I primarily just play at church. I don't do, you know, a whole lot of studio work, you know, other than writing my own. So it was nice to go there. It was nice to spend a day or the morning in Memphis. I went to Bill Street and they had a Corvette festival there where they had at least a good five or 600 Corvettes parked on Bill Street. Uh, half of them with their hoods up, and I got that on my Instagram as well, man. And the people just love their Corvettes, man. They were talking so good about their cars, man. And, you know, and the people in Memphis, man, they rep their city, man. They, 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 they're about their music. They're about their blues. They're about the stars that have come from there, Elvis, B.B. King, all the way down the line. And it just, it, it made me feel that my city, St. Louis, which is not too far from there, you know all the music characters we got. I don't think we, I don't think we push it as hard as we should. You know that. You know a lot of these famous acts have come through here as well. You know, and it just made me think about you know how just as a community that you know maybe it just makes you think like man we should have a Bill Street. We feel like we got three Bill Streets here in St. Louis, but they're not you know world famous. You know. I think we got barbecue places here that, you know, is on par with theirs, but, you know, you're not going to beat Memphis in May, period. <laughs> but it's, you know, to go down there to the city, to walk the street down there, to to kind of see what they're working with, how to, uh, you know, how the blues, how the music is, how it flows off of that place, you know, and to see everybody, you know, having their Corvette, wiping their cars down, and they got their hoods open, and it's just, you know, even even ones with the old ones, the C4s or whatever we call them, the old vets, they got them out there and they clean. And that's the main thing, man, just enjoying life, man, just enjoying what you have, you know, working hard to get something and showing it off. And I feel like that whole weekend was a microcosm of that, you know. Yeah, did it. You know, the show didn't go the way it could have went. You know, we had a couple of the hiccups with the promoter and some other things that went down after the fact. But the fact that to go down there and get the reaction, the fact that, you know, us being, you know, me relatively being unknown and to have people that have worked with these other celebrities roll out the red carpet for you, not even knowing who you are, you know, they just, and, and the fact that they respect your talent when you hit the stage and they they complimenting your sound even before you pack up and leave they everybody's trying to get your number everybody's trying to get on your instagram i may have 500 followers on instagram they have 600 followers on facebook i'm not no big popular guy but the fact that you have people that are popular the fact that you have people that do have a following 
fact that you do have artists that, you know, are doing things and they want to work with you, you know, it, it just made me feel good, you know, because I'm not, I'm not the rap type. I'm not, you know, I'm mostly gospel and, and arm and soul type of situation. I'm not, you know, I kind of write a little, started writing a little bit of country here and there, but it's not, you know, to, to, to see that the sound is getting so varied and the people, they want to hear something so different. And, you know, that's why I say, you know, kind of getting on that, when you do your thing, whether you're a beginner, no matter what level you at, just like we're talking about with Antonio Brown, just show up, just work hard. 90% of success is just being in the atmosphere, just showing up, just taking advantage of your opportunity. You know, we'll get back into sports. We'll get back into football. We'll get back into the, you know, breaking down quarterbacks and who did what. We'll talk more about everything else, but it was just a good experience this weekend just to go and enjoy another city, to, you know, enjoy my kids, even though I couldn't be there for them, but enjoy watching them get ready for homecoming and my daughter's last homecoming, my son's first at Hazelwood West, and, <laughs> you know, just getting older, as those guys know, you know, you got your daughter getting out of high school, and you got your son going into high school at the same time, it's kind of... You know, you got to, you know, see how long, far they've come, how much they've grown. Um, we got a few things going on this week. Um, my artist that I'm playing in the background, Poetic, she's going to Miami, doing her thing down there. Um, we're doing a Facebook live stream with uh, Talisha Noah, one of the artists that I work with a whole lot. Uh, we're doing a Jill Scott, uh, kind of a soul shed. You know, just a pop-up, just a, you know, monthly type of thing that we do on Facebook Live that I will be doing. Kind of just getting a chance to play some music, have some fun, you know, <laughs> jam out a little bit on Facebook Live. So uh, you can tune in to her page. I'll be, you know, shooting it as well. Um, we'll be getting back into another little uh, topic, you know, on the the black topics and things of that nature, but we'll be getting back into sports again. Uh, probably Thursday night, we'll do two of these this week. But I just wanted to say, you know, just be consistent. You know, I want to do one <laughs> one week and don't come back to whenever. You know, every Monday, Tuesday night, I want y'all to wake up and my two or three listeners I got, I want y'all to have something to listen to. I want y'all to have some content. And then, um, and we'll start exploring these other topics, you know, start having our little guests come through, you know, talking about relationships, family, uh, church, you know, things of that nature. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Danny Boy, Danny Lewis from Memphis, Tennessee, slash Behel, your Mississippi, who really, man, really, really impressed me with the way that he treated us. You know, this guy works with a lot of top leaders and works with famous musicians and here he is impressed by little old me and <laughs> my little band that we got our little people so I just want to thank him um, for you know coming to me personally and, and shaking my hand and saying what a good job I did it just made me feel good um, 
follow him on Instagram. He's a DJ down there on one of the local radio stations. Uh, just look him up at Danny Boy or Danny, Danny Lewis on Instagram. Uh, who else? Yeah, and, you know, like I say, whatever whatever you got on your mind, um, if you got some comments, topics, anything that you want to talk about, discuss, you want to see us look into or look, see me look into, um, just shoot me a quick comment um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, we'll also be opening up a fan of voicemail line as well, coming soon uh, through Gmail, so... Don't be afraid to leave us any comments, questions, concerns. <laughs> and thank you again for listening to me this week. We're going to end this show. And we'll be back. We'll be back very soon. Like I said, Thursday we'll be right back. And then we'll, I'll be playing on Facebook on Friday night. So we'll see you guys then. Thank you. And have a good night.